y'all, I'm Betsy Orton with the Dickey Foundation, and you're listening to Dickey's Doing Good, where we tell good stories about good people doing good things in our community. Today, you're listening to the second part of my interview with Shield 616 founder, Jake Skifstad. So you just had a, a great event that the Dickey Foundation got to partner with. Uh, it was the Border to Border Bike Ride. Tell me about that and how that came to be. I know you mentioned, you know, you joined nonprofit and it's the fundraising roller coaster, but I mean, th- this was a pretty incredible event um, and you, you had some great partners on it. Yeah, and uh, so as you know, you're on a foundation. Whenever you're in a nonprofit world, you're always thinking of how can we continue our mission and that always is, you know, starts with you know, fundraising, networking, fundraising. And so early on in Shield, uh, one of our police chaplains, uh, Carrie Catalan, uh, heard about what I was doing, and, and he reached out to me and just said, uh, "I was actually the first time I'd met him," and uh, just said, hey, "I have this idea. You know, I'd like to do a fundraiser for Shield." And of course, I was, you know, okay, please tell me. And, and he goes, "I want to ride my bike across Colorado." And and I just kind of paused, like, are you serious? And, and I'm not the biking. So when I say bike, make sure all your viewers know, bicycle. <laughs> it's a bicycle, not not a motorcycle. So, you know, you're, gonna, you're the engine. And, and so I just stopped and I said, dude, I said, dude, thanks to him. I said, people would want to do that? And he goes, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, wait, people could actually physically ride their bike across the whole state? And he's like, yeah. And, and I was like, that's mind-boggling to me, but... Okay. Well, it's a state. So it's started. a state as wide as Colorado, and not a state as wide as Texas. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got the mountains, and we don't have that. We've been talking Texas. We've been talking Texas. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so Colorado, and and so you know that first year there were there were seven of us total, and so I was support, and we had uh, kind of six and a half riders. One of the riders was switching out with another one doing the other support vehicle, but. I'll never forget that first day. So we literally leave on the, the Wyoming border on the north side of Colorado, and over four days we ride south all the way across Colorado and then at the New Mexico border. Well, that first day was just blazing hot, and those guys were just miserable out there. And I'm like, we're not going to, they're not going to finish this. And this was a horrible idea. Well, of course they did. They finished in, and we were able to raise a little bit of money for a first year event, you know. And, and well, each year this has grown, and you know, so locally here, News Channel Five KYA, the morning news anchor Ira Cronin, uh, he's an bike rider, so he comes now and he reports live every single day on on this ride. So it's really cool the exposure we get. But now, you know, this last year we had, uh, you know, we had almost thirty riders, and. You know, we went west to east, which is longer, so it was five days. But what's really neat with this, with this ride is it's first responders, it's police officers, deputies, firefighters, but it's also civilians. And it's been so cool to see this group. And so what we do is we literally start on the border and we we reach out to churches and we spend the night in the churches. We all sleep in the sanctuary on cots or pads or wool mattresses, whatever, together ride together, we support them together. And so what we have built is not just a team, it really is a family. And, and so I think that's why these guys just keep coming back and why it just keeps growing because it's so different than anything else that's out there. And also, you know, it's a fundraiser, you know, we're raising funds. And, and so it's something extremely special. But what we've noticed uh, over the last couple of years and really in 2020, when those first responders were having a horrible year with all the COVID stuff and, and you know, just the stuff in the media and, on police, um, how important it's become mentally 
I can't tell you how many of them said this was a great mental reset for me or this was a great mental booster for me. And a lot of what they'll talk about is for me to get to know these civilians riding with me has been so important because it allows me to turn my head off from what I have to deal with every day. And we just talked about that earlier, how important it is to expand that bubble. And now you got, you know, those they're interacting literally for 24 hours a day for five days in that week, you know, and, and it's just so cool to see that. So obviously, as you can imagine, the logistics behind an event that go truly across a whole state and, you know, we have just under 50 people on this ride. So, you know, the logistics, the travel, the food, just everything is so critical. So it's, it's, it's just so important to get, uh, we have sponsors that get behind the event. And, and, uh, and, and before I knew you, uh, you know, Shields thankfully stepped up and they're our title sponsor for that event. But, uh, you know, Dickies, you know, you, 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 you know, when I talked to you about it, you know, there was no delay and there was no, no hesitation. So I don't know if you just got to make the decision yourself or you just had a quick conversation with someone else there, but you got behind that effort in a huge way. And it was critical, you know, you know, the, the amount of vests that you guys donated here locally uh, to the Monument Police Department, you know, that was a big deal. And so uh, not only logistically the expenses of doing a massive bike ride to be able to donate. So we donated 61 vests this year as part of this bike ride from multiple different agencies from all over Colorado. And to think that we did this bike ride and 61 more of our first responders are better protected, better supported, you know, what better event than to do that and not only have fun, make a great family, uh, but to be able to protect our first responders. So uh, if folks want to know more about it, they can go to our website, shield616.org and click on events and you can see the two different bike rides we're doing. I know I'm, I'm waiting to see Texarkana to El Paso. I mean, that's a heck of a ride, but it's pretty flat. As long as it's a dead winter. I'm a northern Minnesota boy. You will not get me down there during the summer. Yeah, you can't. You can't do a Texas event in the summer. That's that's a no here. But no, like I said, it, it was critical to have those sponsors, and you guys were one of them. And um, it's just so reassuring, and we're so grateful that. You know, there was no him and ha. There was no delay. There was no well. Let me see. It was yes. We want to be part of that, and that tells you a lot about a business. It really tells you what they stand for, what they believe in, and, and your Dickies, the Dickies Foundation is one of those businesses. So, for for those folks who are listening uh, and they, they love what love what you're saying and they want to help too, what can people do to help Shield Six One Six? Well, um, obviously, we're all over the country, and what we always try and do for our donors is we try and make it as personable to the donor as possible. And so what we do is when, when they donate, they have a chance to donate to their local first responders. Um, I don't want Betsy in Dallas to donate and it benefits a Colorado Springs police officer because we lose that opportunity to have that impact, that one-on-one -on -one direct impact that, that we, we try to build. So no matter where they are, um, you know, they can get behind this effort and, and they can support their local first responders and you know, who knows? Maybe if they have a local Dickies, if they're watching this and, you know, they're a Dickies fan, maybe we could do some fun at their local Dickies and get, get them behind their local first responders and, and all the while have very good food. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to say real quick, my kids are so thankful that your ice cream machines are back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. away for a little while because of the COVID stuff. And, uh, um, you know, it's our routine on Sundays to go to Dickies and we all get the ice cream and go afterwards. But, uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad we've, I'm glad we've got them back in ice cream. People can go to our website, shield616.org, and I think that's why we're successful. I think that's why businesses get behind it, because in restaurants, because they know, hey, I'm going to impact my guys right here that might come to my business in a time of need. And so I think that's really why we're successful with that second part, that community building, that, and that opportunity for them to donate and have it stay local. 
local versus So, so kind of when you think back, kind of what your work with Six One Six is, and your work as a Colorado Springs police officer, is there an experience that you look back and that really maybe kind of touched your heart or really changed how you do things? Like a call on duty, you mean? It, it may be that, or maybe it was a presentation or hearing from a sa an officer that was a save because of armor you provided. Well, there's been a lot since we started SEAL. The gratefulness that we hear, we get that a lot. The thank you, especially from the spouses. And you talked about it a little bit earlier when you were talking about my wife. Can she sleep better at night? I can't tell you how many times I hear that. And <laughs> we'll get that, you know, a lot from the wives. Um, you know, that officer's wife will say, thank you so much. I can sleep a little bit better. They don't say I can sleep perfect. And, you know, because what I tell people is this gear doesn't make law enforcement any less dangerous. It just is going to allow for our men and women to deal with that danger and survive it and be able to come home. And my, and my hope with this gear is that it's going to embolden them to deal with that danger. It's going to, you know, courage is a decision. And I hope that this gear is part of that decision of them choosing to be courageous and to go towards danger and, and to deal with it. But, um, as far as a story, um, we have a lot, but there's one that I really like, and it really kind of hits on both of them, both the armor and how it impacted that donor. And so we had kind of a wild situation going on here in Colorado Springs. I can't remember, it was a couple of years ago, but basically this guy was going around town um, shooting. And, um, and it just seemed like the way that this was transpiring, officers would catch it up and there would be an officer involved shooting, but he would get away and then would go to another part of town and the same thing would happen over there. It was That's just scary. Bizarre. And so you have all these different shootings happening literally all across Colorado Springs. And it was just, it was really, really weird. And of course, you know, I wasn't working at that point, but I'm just, my phone's blowing up, you know, from officers, hey, this is going down all over the place. And but what was really cool was um, the officer, one of the officers responding to, to wherever in one of those scenes, texted his wife and he said, I'm going to this crazy shooting. Uh, be praying for me. And I'm so thankful for my Shield 616 gear. Well, that wife texted that to the donor who they had met at that best presentation. And they were strangers. They didn't know each other before that. And that donor did not know what to do with themselves. They were just like, they got to experience what it's like to be part of the Blue family. And that donor was nowhere near these situations, but they had to stop everything. Um, they had heard about what was going on, but didn't think twice about it because it wasn't affecting them. But now they're like, oh my gosh, my officer's there. Oh my gosh, his wife's at home praying. And oh my gosh, I provided that protective equipment that he is using to go handle this shooter. And she did not know what to do with herself. So she said, I had to stop everything. I turned all the news channels on. I tried to download the, the scanner app with what was going on. But she was so impacted by that. And she got to experience that stress. She got to experience, you know, the blue family. And and so we impacted that that donor. Uh, that donor is never the same. And she's even closer to her officer and family now because of that. And, and so I just really think that gives the community a way, you know, to really not just, hey, thank you for your service, or hey, can I buy your coffee? Can I buy your, your lunch? But, hey, I'm praying for you. Hey, I'm here for you. Oh my gosh, my, my wife now has somebody to text to be praying. And, you know, when you're going through a stressful situation, it's always nice to have somebody there with you to go through that with you, if it's just a text message. And so that impacted that officer's wife, you know, that that donor texted her back and was praying. And, 
and what do you need? I'm here. I'm, I'm stopping everything. I'm listening. I'm paying attention. You know, it just, that's what Shield's about. It's not just the protective equipment, but we've got to build those relationships. And I think if we can do both of those and bring the community together with our first responders, I think if you have that commitment, you have that bond, you're going to have a healthy city and you're going to have a safe city. And it's going to take a city to make that happen. Well, and that's an incredible story. I mean, I got chills when you were telling that. I mean, that that's 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 really just amazing that you're you're really you're, you're literally saving lives. And I mean, we we you know do similar work in the sense of helping first responders with that important protective gear. And um, we had the opportunity to to help a lot of folks. I know you have um, saving lives, but kind of who are who are two or three folks who've really uh, helped you and made a difference for you? Oh, I mean, well, obviously, you know, I got I got a first start with my wife jenna you know she's always been supportive to have a visionary husband that's dangerous uh, or any visionary husband or male or female but um you know she's always back the, you know back my ideas and whenever i get confirmation from her uh, i know that i'm on the right path and you know we can move forward she's always just been my rock um even as a police officer you know she's always been there and um you know i didn't talk about it a whole lot but um you know later in my career after that plant parenthood shooting um, I was involved in two more shootings where I had to pull the trigger. And it was so weird to have to text my wife and say, hey, there's, you know, I've done it before. I've said, hey, there's been a shooting. Everyone's okay. Um, but to have to say, hey, there's been a shooting, you know, I'm the officer that had to shoot. Um, you know, it's hard, you know. And, uh, but, you know, she was right there, didn't waver, and, and was that rock and that support. And so, um, but, you know, so, you know, as far as other people, uh, you know, in my, in my, in my um, law enforcement career, um, you know, again, I had a very small bubble and, you know, most officers do, but, you know, for me, um, you know, I had a brother that was on the department here. I had a cousin that was on the department here and, and, you know, to have, you know, you know we're believers and we, I know that a vast majority of my family and extended family, they're praying for us. And um, our, our first responders need prayer every day all the time. Even if you don't see something on the news or they don't reach out to you, it's hard every day, it's dangerous every day. And to have those prayer warriors out there is so critical um, and, and just, it's so important. So, you know, for me, you know, I talked a little bit earlier about that bubble and, and you know, we, we take our family for granted, we take our friends for granted, you know, and, and I did too, um, but to have that, to have the, the family members, the aunts, the uncles, not only just your mom and your dad, you know, your brothers, um, but to have the aunts, the uncles, your grandparents, you know, truly committed to praying for you all the time, uh, you know, it, it is a big thing. And so, but, uh, but no, and, you know, it, it, it's family for me. And, you know, my wife has always been there. And, and um, so, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Thanks to Jenna and the bubble. Um, yeah. so, so, so question, Jake, what's next for you? Trying to keep my head above water. Uh, you know, we're, we're all over the place. Uh, we're a small team of, of four. Uh, I got three great employees, Ashley, Marcy, and Michelle. And, you know, they're they're the gals behind the scenes that, you know, keep S.H.I.E.L.D. afloat. But, you know, again, you know, our mission statement is we exist to make kingdom impacts by protecting and serving those who serve the And so we try and move as fast as we can with a sense of urgency because that's either really the reality is for all of our first responders today could be their last day they might be on their last call right now and so we want to get out there and try and get this protective equipment too we want to try and get out there and love on them encourage on them you know share the gospel with them uh, and so we try and move as fast as we can so we're just talking with many people as we can um you know we got a lot of you know after 2020 something that we did learn 
and that we're being more proactive with and why you know Dickies was about to use blessing is you know we're doing a lot more events and it's not just a Jake come and share your story and have people just get my effort um you know you know COVID impacted everybody every single person whether as an individual or as a business owner or as a whatever impacted everybody and so we're doing a lot more events which obviously is a lot more planning a lot more logistics a lot more having to reach out sponsorships and some other things but they've gotten very successful and, and it's allowed us to continue our mission continue to thrive and be healthy and so for us you know we're constantly doing our thing you know we just whoever needs gear whoever reaches out to us you know that's where we go and and so you know we're, we're already looking at the 2022 you know, bike rides and you know we have an amazing motorcycle ride and concert that we do here at Barn Hall and, and Bourbon Brothers and to support the motorcycle unit and got you know some golf tournaments that we do and so you know we're just going to continue to focus on those and also just folks that reach out to us and get behind our effort and actually one of our events right there where you are and i'll take you up to you when i get down here but carry the load you know that's a big event right there in tech uh, dallas right where you're at and you know we were blessed to be um selected as one of the charities for that organization to, to do that so we actually equip all of the university of colorado colorado springs campus police here in town as part of that effort and you know the title is carry the load who are your who are you carrying a lot of it is the memory who, whose memory are you carrying or or who are you helping you know, well officer garrett swayze was with the was with was that on that campus he was a police officer there and he was the one that was killed in the planned parent active shooter so you know for us so we were carrying his memory and uh, our promise and commitment to him and his family and that we will never forget so we equipped his whole department and we uh, did a march here in colorado springs came down to dallas and they had that huge everybody come together did that big march and, and had his big poster board with his information out there and did that and so hopefully we'll be selected for that again this year and come down there and maybe impact some some apartments that are in dallas instead of doing it here I love it. We'll, we'll go to we'll go to store number one. I'll buy you a smoke Manhattan uh, there at our Central Bar. It's kind of fun. Yes, <laughs> I love I love it. We're just you know we're trying to think outside the box, trying to be just engaged anywhere we can, and well, that's fantastic. And you all do such great work. So at the end of all of our interviews, I always have to turn it back a little bit to Dickies. So I've got to ask, what's sure. your favorite Dickies meat and favorite Dickies side? So I always get the two meat plate. I have to do the two meat. I can't do one. Um, so I do eat a brisket. It has to be sliced, not chopped. And I also do, and I always get the name, it's your jalapeno cheddar sausage, whatever you call that. Yep. Um, I always got to get a little bit of that. I'm a Northern Minnesota boy, so um, I don't do a lot of spice. You know, if I want to spice it up, I typically add ketchup. That's how bad it is. But <laughs> I can just barely tolerate your 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 jalapeno cheese uh, sausage, whatever you call it. That's a great sausage. <laughs> I love it, and um, I typically get um, your beans uh, as as a side. My wife has to do the okra, uh, but then um, uh, you know, for my kids, uh, as a family, we get the ice cream, of course. But don't tell anybody. But I actually do. Have you do. Oh, okay, y'all. This is like secret menu things. You can make a root beer float. So, uh, yes, in our, in our in our restaurants that have that ice cream, you can you know put some in your big yellow cup and then top it with some ice cream. I, I mean, top it with is some that, root beer. Is that acceptable? It's totally acceptable. Oh, I thought you were like stealing extra ice cream. I'm like, oh, nobody sees me put this in my cup. No, no, no. It's 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 like a secret menu item. <laughs> you didn't even know I'm we had it. Much more relieved this Sunday when I go, and I just don't have to. 
<laughs> Thanks so much to Jake's Giftstad with Shield 616 for all the incredible work they do and the lives they save. Make sure to subscribe to Dickie's Doing Good wherever you find your podcast so you don't miss an episode. If you want more information about the Dickie Foundation, feel free to visit thedickiefoundation.org. And if you want more information about some of our great owners and the great stories they're doing, please visit dickies.com. We look forward to seeing you next week where we'll continue sharing the good stories of good people doing good things in our community.